بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد عن سالم بن عبد الله بن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنهما عن ابيه عبد الله بن عمر عن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنهم قال كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يعطيني العطاء فاقول اعطه من هو افقر اليه مني فقال خذه اذا جاءك من هذا المال شيء وانت غير مشرف ولا سائل فخذه فتموله فان شئت كله وان شئت تصدق به وما لا فلا تتبعه نفسك قال سالم فكان عبد الله لا يسال احدا شيئا ولا يرد شيئا اعطيه متفق عليه As we mentioned yesterday, this chapter, Imam Nawi rahimahullah has brought Babu Jawazil Akhdi min ghayri mas'ala Wala tatallu'in alay The chapter which deals with accepting the permissibility of accepting that which is given to one without asking nor did one desire for it a wholesome leaning towards it in one's heart the narrator, as we mentioned, is one of the Ahadul Fuqaha'i Sab'a, one of the seven great jurists of Medina Munawwara, a tabi'i who acquired his knowledge from Abu Ayyub Ansari radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Aisha umul mu'mineen radiallahu ta'ala anha, Salim bin Abdullah bin Umar, Imam Zahid Muttaqi, a very, very great personality. He was the grandson of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He says, he narrates from his father Abdullah, who in turn is mentioning an incident which occurred about his father, in other words, the grandfather of Salim bin Abdullah, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala mentions that at times Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would present to me some offering. What is probably meant here is that from Mali Ghanimat, from the spoils of war, the share of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam presented this to him. So the response of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu was, that Atihi Manhuwa Afkaru ilayhi minni. That Ya Rasulullah, it is better that you give this to someone who is more in need than this than for this than myself. Now the question arises here is that one may perhaps feel that it is the demand of adab and etiquette. That Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala should have just accepted what Rasulullah gave him without the suggestion that Ya Rasulullah give this to someone who is more in need than myself. However, Ulama Ikram explained that وَكَانَ ذَلِكَ مِنْ عُمَرِ لِسِمَاعِهِ مِنَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ لِلنَّهِيَ عَنِ الْإِسْتِكْثَارِ مِنَ الدُّنْيَا That Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu and other sahaba Constantly were listening to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa exhortation 
that we should not be amassing the wealth of this world, rather that we should be content and suffice with little. Don't collect more than you need of this dunya. Many, many ahadith, we find this theme of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa exhortation towards sahaba ikram. So Umar radiallahu had sufficient, he didn't need any more. And he had heard very, very often the prohibition of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa from amassing the dunya or collecting more than you need, what we call istikthar fit dunya. So this was on the one hand, and on the other hand, Nabi Salaam is presenting something which is now going to lead to him collecting more of the dunya than he requires. This is why Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu suggested to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that a'tihi man huwa afqaru ilayhi that ya Rasulullah, it is better that you give this to someone who is more in need for this than myself. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to him, khudhu, that Umar take it. In other words, accept it. And then the principle, إِذَا جَاءَكَ مِنْ هَذَا الْمَالِ Whenever someone presents any wealth to you, or circumstances are such that you find yourself coming into some wealth, or some you receiving something of this dunya, with this condition, وَأَنْتَ غَيْرُ مُشْرِفٍ وَلَا سَائِلٍ You did not hanker after it. And nor did you ask or beg for it. So two conditions. One is you didn't ask for something. And the second, there wasn't an inordinate desire in your heart for it. Now the question arises is that why does Sharia say do not hanker after something? Or do not keep in your heart a desire for things of dunya? Ulama explained, أَنَّ الْإِنسَانَ خُلِقَ فِي الدُّنْيَا لِأَجْلِ الْآخِرَةِ Every one of us, this human being, Allah has created us in this world for akhirat, not for dunya. If you are hankering and desiring things, it should be akhirat, should be jannat. This is why Rasulullah said, Sallallahu al-firdos. When you ask Allah, desire in your heart for jannat, don't just ask for any jannat, innaha jinan. It's not one jannat, there are many jannats. In other words, many darajat in jannat. وَإِنَّ الْفِرْدَوْسَ الْأَعْلَىٰ And Firdaus is the highest Jannat. Rasulullah said, Ask Allah for Firdaus. Desire Jannat, desire Akhirat rather than this dunya. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسِ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Allah says, I have not created insan and jinnat for any other purpose, but that they worship me. Use this dunya to earn your Akhirat. Elsewhere in the Quran, Allah says, بَلْ تُؤْثِرُونَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا Allah says, what is wrong with you? You are giving preference to the life of this world. Don't you realize that akhirat is better for you? And not just better for you, akhirat is forever. This world is transient. It is temporary. So because of this, this is why Rasulullah says, First condition is that you did not hanker after it. You did not inordinately desire it. Nor did you ask or stretch your hand out for it, but it just came to you like that. When wealth of this world comes like that, then Rasulullah is telling Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, then you must accept it. And fatamawalhu and make it part of your wealth. Thereafter, once you have accepted it and made it part of your wealth, فَإِنْشِئْتَكُلْهُ If you want, you may consume or eat it. وَإِنْشِئْتَتَصَدَّقْبِهِ Or you may... Give it away in sadaqah and charity. But 
If somebody gives you a hadiyah and gift, you didn't ask for it, you didn't desire it in your heart beforehand. Just happened to come in the in that way. Then we learn from this hadith the important the importance that don't let do not become such a Sufi or do not become such a person who's who feels his piety is such to such a level now that you didn't desire it, you didn't ask for it, someone presented it, you still reject it. One is you're going to hurt the feelings of that person. And secondly, this goes against the principle of Shariat. Accept it. If you are after that want to give it in Sadaqah, give it in Sadaqah, no problem. But accept it. Keep the feelings of that person. Make that person happy. You find that, in fact, it's mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah tahabbu. He said, give gifts to one another. This will create muhabbat and love amongst you. There is one instance in which it is permissible. The person didn't desire it, nor did he hanker for it, nor did he stretch his hand out for it, but someone came with hadiyah and gift. There is one instance, ulama Ikram mentioned, when it is still permissible to reject that gift. And what is that instance if there is a viable fear in your heart about this person. You know his nature. What is his nature? Is he'll give you something today and for the next 10 years, don't let you forget about it. You know what I gave you? Remember that certain day I gave you that watch or I gave you that, you know, I wrote that check for you. I gave you that very big gift. If this person, tabiat and nature is that, what we call in Urdu, ihsan jatana. Where a person makes ihsan and thereafter, he never lets anyone forget about it. In fact, this is something that is greatly prohibited in Shariat. Famous hadith which very often we mention, you probably heard it before. ثَلَاثَةٌ لَا يُكَلِّمُهُمُ اللَّهِ وَلَا يَنْذُرُ إِلَيْهِمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَلَا يُزَكِّيهِمْ وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ Rasulullah said there are three categories of people. Allah will not speak to them on the Day of Judgment. Allah will not look at them with mercy on the Day of Judgment. Allah will not purify them on the day of judgment and they will face a terrible punishment. Abu Zar Ghifari radiallahu ta'ala when he hears this, he falls onto his knees and he says, Khabu wa khasiru, Khabu wa khasiru, Khabu wa khasiru. Ya Rasulullah, Allah will not look at them, Allah will not speak to them, Allah will, Allah will not purify them and they will face a terrible punishment. Such people are destroyed. Who are they? Man whom? One of the three categories Rasulullah has mentioned, Al-Mannan. Ihsan jatane wala. Those who do a good and then never let the person forget about the good that they did. So this is something you have to be very, very careful. One is when we give our charity or we give things out, we give it from the happiness of the heart. We give it in such a manner that the poor person on whom we are spending, it is his ihsan on us that Allah has used him as a means for us to earn our akhirat. That's the one. Second, Second thing is very, very important. Don't do something good. Don't do ihsan upon another person and then keep reminding about it. This is totally haram and forbidden. You are doing for Allah's sake, so do and keep silent after that. Don't keep reminding the person that I did some good for you. But nevertheless, we notice that some people, their natures are like that. So in that instance, if such a person presents something to you, ulama Ikram say it is permissible for you to reject that particular gift. If there is a viable fear that this person will never let you forget about it. Nevertheless, to continue with the hadith, Rasulullah says, you did not desire it, nor did you hanker for it, nor did you stretch your hand for, out for it, then take it, make it part of your wealth, if you want, consume it, or if you want, give it in sadaqah. 
However, besides that, besides that, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, "Do not hanker or chase after the dunya. A mu'min is one who uses the dunya to earn his akhirat." Nevertheless, Salim bin Abdullah mentions about his father. He says, "My father Abdullah bin Umar radiyallahu taala anhuma, having received this." mention of this incident from his father Sayyidina Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu such was the level of adherence or practicing upon shariat in the lives of the sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he mentions particularly about Abdullah bin Umar la yas'alu akhadan shay'a he would never ask anyone for anything he would never stretch his hand out towards anyone but on the other hand practicing upon this advice or this hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam if anyone gave him anything if anyone presented anything to sayyidina abdullah bin umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma wala yaruddu shay'an he would not reject it he would not reject it but in fact he would accept it in keeping with the hidayat given by nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam like was tawfiq subhanallah